Burns and Gambo. Afternoons 2 till 6 on Arizona Sports. I'm a little disappointed in our next guest here on the Burns and Gambo show. Because apparently Jay Feely took to Twitter earlier today and said, I told Steve Kime that on field goals inside 50 yards, and as long as Eno Benjamin kicks off, I'll give you a three-game guarantee. I'll be the kicker for you. He didn't take you up on that, Jay? You, didn't, you must not have sold it hard enough. <laughs> yeah, he, he told me I was too expensive. He couldn't afford me. <laughs> I mean, that's what he tells everybody that he speaks to. <laughs> <laughs> every free every free agent <laughs> that's can't funny. afford you yeah, too but we know you we know you're too expensive that's for sure yeah but i mean yeah listen i would imagine that you could probably still go out there and hit some field goals from inside of 50 no i can make every kick inside 50 i go out there with my son and mess around once you get that 50 i can't do it and then the problem is next week i can't walk you know, one day I'm yeah. good. You know, the, the next week, I don't know about next week. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, sorry the Colonels didn't take you up on their offer and said they went with uh, Matt Amendola. Matt Prater's already been ruled out for this week. Jay Feely's joining us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Jay called the game between the Eagles and the Jags uh, on CBS over the weekend. And, uh, of course, we, we have a long-running joke with Jay. He texts us all the time during our show, and we appreciate him being one of our most loyal listeners. You, you saw you were texting us the other day about this Philly team. You saw him obviously up close and personal from having called the game. There are so many things to be impressed about with them. What singular yeah. thing impressed you the most about them, Jay? I think the, the number one thing that impresses me is that they have roster depth. I think it's the best roster top to bottom on offense and defense and special teams. You know, there's not a weakness on this roster when you when you look through it. They've gotten so much better on the defensive side of the ball from last year, they're number one in sacks with 16, first in takeaways, first in opponent three. So your defense is first in opponent three and out, forcing almost 50% of the time. Your offense is first in least three and outs. You know, and then when you look at that offensive line and how good, how big they are, first of all, right? When you got Dickerson in there, 6'6", 330, Lane Johnson, who, by the way, hasn't given up a sack since week 11 2020, He's 6'6", 325 pounds. Mylotta, when he's healthy, is 6'8", 365 pounds. I mean, they're just a big bruise. And then you have Jason Kelsey, who's still the best center in the NFL. And the diversity of the offensive pass, the ability to throw the ball, and, you know, they're number one in explosive plays, and they like to do it early in the first half. Uh, and then the ability, like last week, when it's rainy, it's nasty, to say, okay, we'll just run for over 200 yards against what was the number one rush defense in the NFL in Jacksonville. So they're diverse and they're talented, and it's just a really deep roster. Yeah, let, let's talk about that because the balance in that in that offense is what everybody loves, right? I mean, you've got A.J. Brown has is, is been great for them, and you've got the deep, uh, deep threat in Smith, but Miles Sanders is having a crazy great year, and then, you know, Fields can run it or throw it. It's just, it seems like on any given play, you really have no idea what they're going to do. They have what you want on offense. They have balanced attack, running the ball, and throwing the ball. And they have levels on their offensive attack and throwing the ball, right? So you have A.J. Brown, who is almost unstoppable on the slant route. 
And then you have Devontae Smith, who you can go deep to and throw it up. He'll go up and high point the ball as well as anybody. And then you have Dallas Goddard, who I think is maybe the best all-around tight end in the NFL, probably right after Kelsey right there. You know, people don't talk about him on that level because he's behind Zach Hurts. But, you know, he can block. He can throw him screens. He's really strong with the ball in his hand, running the ball, yards after catch, which you don't see from a lot of tight ends. You know, and then it, but it all starts with the, the offensive line and their ability to run the ball, their ability to pass block. You know, they can go into empty. They do it a lot. They do it more than anybody. They're really dangerous from empty, but they don't give up. They've not given up a pressure in empty this year. I think they gave up one last week because Mylotta was out. You know, that's what's special about this team. And I love Jalen Hurts' approach. I really do. I talked about it yesterday on Twitter a little bit, but. He came into our production meeting with a briefcase. I've never seen anybody do that. Maybe it's just a wow. show. I should have asked him what was in the briefcase. But it's kind of his mindset where he's businesslike. And every guy we talk to, like, what else does Jalen Hurts like to do? They're like, nothing. He just likes football. That's all he wants to do. He's not playing video games. He's not doing anything else. He doesn't care about endorsements. All he cares about is football. And for me, if I'm running an organization, that's the kind of young quarterback I want. Any idea when they decided that they drafted him late second round because Carson Wentz had always been hurt and they wanted some insurance. They wanted to have a good quarterback, you know, not a fifth round guy. Any idea when they kind of realized that, hey, he's, he could be a franchise quarterback? Gamble, without them saying it to me, I would say it was, it's this year. It's the beginning of this year um, because they were out looking at Russell Wilson and some of these quarterbacks who were going to be available, even Deshaun Watson, you know, in this offseason. So they certainly weren't sold that, hey, Jalen Hurts is our, our guy this offseason. But I think he's proven it over time. When Wentz was the quarterback, he would go on Fridays after practice, after everybody left, and ran the, run the entire offense with some coaches on his own so he could get those reps in because he wasn't starting. And then he takes over last year, and they kind of struggle. So I, I give Nick Sirianni a lot of credit as a play caller because what did he do last year? He changed his offense. They became the number one rushing attack in the NFL. They still led the league, which I was surprised when I went back and looked last, last week. They led the league in explosive plays last year, but it was mostly running plays. Now they go and they get A.J. Brown to compliment Devontae Smith. Now they're leading the league in explosive plays, but it's through the air as well as on the ground. And you know, I think Nick Sirianni does a really good job of balancing. They don't turn the ball over. They have an obsession with, with um, keeping, keeping the ball um, and not turning it over, not fumbling, ball security, but they do hit the big plays better than anybody else. And so that's why they're so difficult, to, a defense to, to go against. Jay Feely, CBS analyst, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. He called the Eagles-Jags game for CBS over the weekend. Of course, former Cardinals kicker joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. My question is specifically about Hassan Reddick, and and we've seen you know throughout the last you know, decade or so, even more in the NFL, quarterbacks on rookie level contracts allows organizations to spend big time on other positions. Everybody takes advantage of it when they're given the opportunity. The Eagles certainly have done that with. AJ Brown and Hassan, from your perspective, what's been his impact to what was already a pretty good defense before he got there? I think that's what makes him really good there. I mean, he had 12 and a half sacks for the Cardinals in 2020 and then 11 last year for the Panthers. But because they're so good inside out, right, the strength of the defense still is Fletcher Cox at defensive tackle and Hargrave at tackle. And then they add Jordan Davis to that as well. And then you got Brandon Graham on one side, you got Hassan Reddick coming off, and you got Josh Sweat as well. Like they, they're just so deep defensively that you can't 
focus on Hassan Reddick on the outside. They're going to create one-on-ones. When you go back and you look at the nine sacks they had against Washington, almost all of them are one-on-one. And because they're so deep all the way across that line, you can't slide protect against a certain guy to make sure that Aaron Donald doesn't beat you or make, make sure that Miles Garrett doesn't beat you because they have so many different guys that can get after you and get to the quarterback. That's what makes that front so special. And you watch, they'll do, they do a lot of 5-1-5 where they have five defensive linemen in there, one linebacker, that's it. And, and then nickel package in the secondary. And when they do that, they dictate to an offense, you know, and that's what the Cardinals are going to have to be able to handle. And, you know, they're going to have to understand what this defense does. Tyler Murray's going to have to get the ball quick and he's got to be able to use his legs to make to make this defense pay, you know, and, and it's tough because they're not going to give up the big play and they're going to allow their – they can do that because their front can get after you. They don't have to blitz to get after you and create pressure. All right, how many years you play in the league? Fourteen. Fourteen years. Did you see Eno Benjamin kick off last week? I did. I loved it. Did you, did you see, did you <laughs> see the it. hit? Did you see the hit? I know. I, I, I like that. That's my. That's what I love to do. That's you know, like that was fun for me, and I just love the fact that he was the first down the field as well. How many times in your fourteen year in your fourteen year career do you think you kicked off and then made a solo tackle on the returner? I think I'm about. I had about forty in my career. That many, huh? Forty. All right, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm yeah, impressed. That's good. Yeah. But that was like, that was me. I wanted to go down there and hit. My wife like would beg me, hey, please don't do that. Like, <laughs> and for no reason. Like, we got we to pay for weddings and stuff, you know. And, and I love going down there and hit. Like, that was my fun. That's why I felt like a football player. I'm not going to sit right. back and watch everybody else have fun. <laughs> we have 40 times you made a solo tackle. That's I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I mean, almost all, almost all my tackles are solo tackles because they're going to get they get through everybody else and get up to me. So. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, good it's point. not like it's not like Eno running down there in front of everybody making the tackle and no one no one got there. Yeah, yeah that's like right. the last line of defense. Yeah. Hey, Jay. Okay, we- I got one thing that we got to get into. I know you're probably getting close to your break, but here's what here's what the Cardinals need to do against the Eagles. They need to blitz Hurts, and and I was really critical when they when they blitz Patrick Mahomes so much because it was just a dumb game plan. Like Patrick's going to eat that up. But when you go back and you look at Jalen Hurts and where he struggled, it was it was in week one against the Lions. They were successful at play a lot of man, and they blitzed him. Now, where he beat them was with his legs, and he ran the ball. Because when you play man, you, you give up that space, and they're running deep routes, and there's so much room for Hurts. So, to me, you got to blitz Hurts, and you have Isaiah Simmons as a spy, and, and allow him to just track Jalen Hurts the whole time. That's that is the game plan that I would do if I were the Cardinals because you know if you give them time they're gonna they're gonna eat you up they're gonna try to run the ball on you so as you're blitzing you're you're stopping the run through your through your blitz you know you're, that's the focus you stop the run first and then you blitz you go on and continue you force Hurts to not be comfortable in the pocket and then you have a guy like Isaiah Simmons who has the athleticism to stay with him and you put a spy on him and you try to make him beat you with his arm. Good stuff, Jay. We appreciate the time as always. Always enjoy our conversations. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I love I love listening to you guys. Appreciate Take that, care. brother. Be good. Yeah, be good, man. All right.